Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Chandler Monet. And today I'm with the lovely, the beautiful Miss Gianni Ray. How are you doing? How are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. What's going on? I'm doing fantastic. I'm feeling good. It's Friday. Get ready for the weekend. Got a performance. Amen. I'm excited. Okay. Wait, go ahead. Tell me, you know, before you get into it, let, let, let me go ahead and read to y'all, my listeners, about what she does and just like the phenomenal woman that she is. I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. And this is only like a smidgen of what she does. So just let me go ahead and get started. So Gianni Ray is an independent recording artist from Ellicott City, Maryland. Hey, now we love a Maryland girl. Um, inspired by artists like Lauren Hill, uh, she began her music career at a very young age. Uh, she's also a graduate from ha- Howard University, H-U, you know. You know? <laughs> you know? Um, with a degree in public relations. And I'm going to pick your brain about that because I've been kind of sort of considering it because I just got accepted into Howard. So I heard. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, her performance experience includes uh, being at events at the Fillmore, Tacoma Station, Amsure Lounge, and so many more in the Maryland and D.C. area. And her recent release of music is called Ready. She's the rapper. She is the artist. She's the creator. Welcome to the Ooh. show. <laughs> yes, thank you. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Phenomenal. The rapper, creator. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I like that. You said you had your, you know, your own show coming up and how you're going to be performing, like you said, this weekend. Yeah, my it's my friend's birthday party. So he's an artist, too. His name is J.D. the Junior. So he's doing a show and he invited like a bunch of us to come out and, uh, you know, perform as well. So it's kind of like a showcase thing. Birthday party slash Super Bowl party. So it's going to be a lot of stuff going on. But I'm excited. That's fun. OK, so how did you get into the whole like writing music and recording and like just rapping in general realm. I know you uh, talked about like, or I mentioned that you are inspired by Lauren Hill, Tupac and all these amazing other artists. Um, how did that spark your passion? So it was actually my cousin when we were younger. Um, I would go over there all the time in the summertime and he would start writing. He was downstairs in, the, um, in his basement and he was writing music to 50 cents. I get money beat. And he was talking about, he just got the instrumental and he was like, do you want to start writing? And I was like, no, I just want to play outside. He's like, come on, we're going to be rappers now. So he's, that kind of sparked it a little bit. And then I got like a, a composition notebook and I started writing, but I didn't take it seriously until I was about um, in like my junior or senior year of high school, mm-hmm. there was a lot going on and uh, music kind of became therapy and a nice outlet for me. So I kind of used it to my advantage when I realized I kind of had a gift for uh, writing Okay. What are what are the kinds of things that you like prefer to write about? All right. So um, basically, um, everything has to do with my life, whether it's me going for my goals or the many many ups and downs of my love life. That seems to be a very hot, hot topic that a lot of people can relate to. Uh-huh. So um, those songs definitely like the easiest ones to write to because it's all about my experience and how you know the things either start out great or you know. They, they end up not going as well as you thought they would be. And then you kind of have like your own definition of love and experience with love. And that kind of makes you think a, a certain way about certain things. But you just saw my experiences. That's that kind of, that definitely sparks my music. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's how like a lot of artists and just like creators in general create the content that they have, whether they write books or they, you know, they create music like you or like, I don't know, either like just doing art, like physical art, like uh, like painting and stuff like that. I think a lot mm-hmm. of it starts from the experiences that they've had. And 
the beauty of like just being in the performing arts, because if you don't know, you know, now I used to be a classical ballet dancer. And so mm-hmm. I would have to take a lot of my emotion and put it into the way I dance and to portray that kind of story. So we love the performing arts. So um, yes, the way you've been able to convey the way you feel through your music, I think is incredible. Um, I love to sing, maybe not as much as publicly. Um, uh, I used to like, I used to have gigs growing up. <laughs> Just like because my mom was, she wanted me to get out there and like find help me find my voice somehow because I used to be very, very timid. Um, not anymore though. Uh kind of put my singing days behind me, but I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see, you know, you standing up, even like graduating from Howard, hello, and like yes. being able to stand your ground and like, you know, the things that you're passionate about. And so what would you say is one of the greatest opportunities you've been able to receive through your music career? I think meeting my manager, that Mm kind of, he opened up a lot of doors for me, whether it's the producers that he links me with, um, the resources that he has, or just the knowledge that he has. Um, Mm -hmm. He's, he, he was a writer as well. And he started like back in like, I think I want to say like the nineties or he was in like in his prime in his nineties and um, came up in like that, that, that bad boy era so Mm -hmm. he has a lot of experience a lot of knowledge and a lot of game to give me so when we first met I was like bet like I came with soak up all this knowledge everything I don't know hopefully you know if not we figure out together and it kind of just set the tone for me and how I do business how I um, represent myself as an artist and also I think more or less how just how I carry myself as an artist as well Mm because I think it's a um it's a lot easier going through this industry or this game when you have somebody that you can trust behind you that actually knows where they're going and how to, you know, lead you. So I feel, I feel like he kind of opened up a lot of doors for me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Uh, my manager is also my mom. So I like to call her my momager. Uh, I've known her my whole life. So, um, <laughs> you know, so. but yeah. yeah, but in the same way, she's opened up a lot of doors for me. Sometimes she opened doors that I didn't even want open yet, but because of the work that she's done, I've been able to be in rooms I never thought I could be in. So you got to kind of, you got to, I kind of got to love and hate her at the same time. Yeah, Um, no, indeed. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a good thing. It is. Yeah. Cause they're kind of there to break you out of your shell and like kind of put you in an uncomfortable space, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, those are the best times to grow in an uncomfortable what is it? When you're comfortable, you usually kind of like to sit there and chill. And then once you get uncomfortable and it kind of feels like claustrophobic or like you got to get out, then you're like, okay. And then you kind of, you, you tend to grow in those uncomfortable spaces. And it's good. It's a good thing. Push you out there. Mm-hmm. I want to know, who do you think is the greatest rapper of all time? My manager would say, I, I should say me. But I like that though. Me, yeah, no, but yeah, because I'm confident stuff. I might not be where I want to be yet, but um besides me taking me out the picture I really like the way um I would say either J. Cole or Kendrick okay only because like they might not have as many um hits and things like that maybe like as as Drake or even like Jay-Z but Mm -hmm. I like the way that they carry themselves I like what they talk about their storytelling Mm-hmm. I like how they wrap me in. Like, I like, love like, J. Cole's storytelling. He's incredible. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like like he just wraps you into the story and, and I'm a visual person. So when I hear the songs, I can usually see it play in my head 
and whatever picture he's trying to trying to create, I see it right there. I'm just like, yeah, he's he's definitely one person that I really gravitate towards. Him and him yeah. and Kendrick, but I, I guess They're, more Jake Paul. Yeah, I think they them two are one of the more creative artists that I know. Um, mm-hmm. Even Kendrick's like most recent album, you know, like yes. the opening like song. Like I was just like, I could listen to this like forever, and it's just like. I would his songs are like songs that like I could never get tired of and because they're just so unique and it was funny because I was talking about it today at lunch with my friends like you know who is like better who's better rapper who's better this and like a lot of them said um you know Drake is like the all-time like one of the best and like Mm -hmm. I I I like to say that I can groove to or I like to say groove (laughs) I can (laughs) groove to a Drake song in a different way I can with any other artist because they all bring me like a different vibe but like Drake mm-hmm. just he just puts me in this kind of zone that a lot of artists cannot do and so mm-hmm. so we were arguing about that or like you know people saying that Lil Wayne is probably like one of the greatest lyricists of all time I think I can agree with that yeah mm-hmm. yeah bars are insane words insane, all <laughs> insane. what a time to be live <laughs> I know right Oh my yeah. gosh, all these rappers, all these artists. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm really trying to get because like, I'm over here talking like I know. I'm really trying to get into like the rap zone. Cause like I'm more of an RB soul kind of girl. So Same here. I'm right there with you. I'm right there exactly. with you. Exactly. So like I get embarrassed because I'm over here going to be like parties and stuff like that. And people are like rapping word for word, like dreams and nightmares. I'm like, how can you guys know this song? I don't even know the first two words. Yeah, I'm the same at the at the Howard parties, whenever that would come on and you know, they would start to like, open a line and I'd be saying like I would I could get like maybe like five bars and then I'm like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta yeah. I don't know the rest. I uh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know, hold up, wait a minute, that's when I get lit again. That's me too. Same. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Don't don't worry, I'm right there with you. I, yeah. I love hip hop. I'm a big uh, R&B, soul, 90s, 80s, even like 60s Motown, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where I stay at all day. You know, that's a great segue into like your years in Howard. But I want to I want to take another like little pit stop. So now that I know I have another R&B girl in my life. Yes. What, who do you think? OK, I'm going to say who, who you think is best. Who is your favorite R&B artist right now? Beyonce. Yes. Her current stuff or like her old stuff? Current and old, but I will say so. Older is still Beyonce too, but I love what she that Renaissance album. Yeah, Renaissance Lemonade, the Beyonce self titled. I'm I'm not part of like the Beehive because I don't want like her birthday and like the things that you know people mm-hmm. really like stands. But yeah. like for artistry, yes. As of right now, though, I'm leaning towards um like if we took her out the picture, I would say either. Her, like the you know artist H E R, or um, um, I think either Ari Lennox or, or Summer Walker, they okay. they got that that R and B game okay. a lot, especially uh, Ari yeah. Lennox or Jasmine okay. Sullivan too. There's there's a lot. There's too many. I love. Oh my gosh, Jasmine can sing. Oh my god. Yes. But I'm trying to think because like I kind of got <laughs> I kind of got sick of Beyonce's Renaissance album because my mom would never stop putting on the song Break My Soul. Never. Oh, yeah. Oh, she would play. I'm like, mom, I can't. She's like, why don't you make a dance to this song? And I'm like, why? And she's like, why not? And I'm like, okay. So 
don't get me wrong i love the album but i just kind of got sick of it because of how often i had to hear it but yeah i would say my favorite right now i think i will always be a giveon girl i love giveon i i i i dive dive into a couple of his songs and then mm-hmm. I, I kind of dive right back out and not even purposely. I, there's, there's so many, there's so much music out there. It's hard to just pick one and stay on that one person and go through their whole discography. Mm-hmm. But I, I, what I, what I have heard from him, there's a couple songs that I will send my heart out to. So yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> but moving on. <laughs> okay. So Howard, what, well, mm-hmm. like when did you graduate firstly? And like, how did you, you know, get in? What is like your story within that? Did you enjoy your time there? And like, how do you use like your degree now um, in like what you do? So I graduated 2019. Um, okay. I went to Howard. So basically I started a community college first. I didn't know what I wanted to do or what I wanted to study. And okay. funny story is I actually looked up um, rappers that went to college and uh, I saw that uh, Ludacris went to like, I think he went to uh some some college in Georgia. I don't know if it was University of Georgia or some in Atlanta. Whatever, it was somewhere in Georgia. Is it and Clark then Atlanta? I, then there were, no, it wasn't Clark Atlanta because it wasn't an HBCU. Mm. Um, at least I'm pretty sure. I, I doubt it. it okay. Was like, some whatever. Anyways, yeah, yeah. so um, I went and I scrolled down, and then I saw that Diddy went to Howard. He didn't graduate, yeah. but he went to Howard, and I was like, huh, okay. So then, um, coincidentally, when I told you I, I met my uh, my good friend JD the Junior, we went to a studio session. He introduced me to a studio session down in DC, right across the street from Howard. It's called Listen Vision. So it's my first time going there. So I'm looking out the window. Yo, that's a school over there. And the, I think the engineer was like, "Yeah, that's Howard." And I was like, "Oh, that's Howard." And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Huh, okay." So then I applied for the early admissions, and I, that was the only school I applied to because I didn't think I was going to get in. Um, and I did. And I was like, oh, snap. So I got accepted. And then I went to the campus. And then it felt like home. I've been to other campuses before. But that place hit a little different. I like seeing us, you know, dressed in the, you know, the suits. And everybody was dressed in the nines, the heels, everything. Even on them hot days and going up all them hills. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, this this could be home. So I went there. I met a lot of cool people networking. Still people that I'm cool with to this day who actually helped me out with music as well. Um, I did a lot of open mics down there and then, um, you know, graduated. Now uh, I picked public relations because of the branding aspect of it. Uh-huh. So I understand that as an artist, I don't want to think myself as a product, but more or less like a brand. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to make sure I represent myself the right way, connect myself with the right people, make sure our morals or our goals are all in, li- in align with each other. Whenever I do projects or I want to work with organizations, make sure that everything matches up so it's not out of something that I wouldn't do normally. Like, I don't want to just do something just because they might pay me well. I actually want to be involved with it and see that, like, okay, I can see myself helping out with this or anything that, that may happen. I want to make sure that it aligns with things that I'm that I'm already, you know, in, in like with. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. Howard, Howard helped out a lot. That's actually how I met my, my manager as well. Me and my mom, we made a deal that um, after I graduated Howard, I had a year to get something together with music. And my year was coming up and I was like, all right, now I got to look for a regular job in my field. And I was looking for jobs. I met this, um, this, uh, the CEO when this PR firm when I was um, doing an interview there, mm-hmm. they asked about my music and how I got it out there. I explained how I did it. And then um, we went through the interview process and she was like, look, um, we're going to go with somebody else. Cause we're going to, it's going to be like a different position now, but I want to introduce you to this guy. 
she introduced me to my manager and then we've been locked in ever since. So mm-hmm. it was a power definitely helped out a lot. It definitely okay. shaped the person who I am. So if you do, you know, take a trip down there, or whatever, as long as it feels like home, I think that's the school that you should go with. Not saying Howard is, but you know, any school, uh-huh. it, you, it's got to feel good. It's got to feel like your home. Right. And like, I actually did. I went to, I visited Howard uh, last June and mm-hmm. um, let me say, <laughs> okay. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And mm-hmm. um, it was probably one of the closest experiences I got to like feeling like, okay, this might be it. Howard might be the move. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of the better options because I live, I don't live in DC. I live like a nice hour and in some change from Howard, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, it's kind of closer to home. It's an HBCU, like why not? And um, I went to like other schools where like, there was this one school that um, I visited and I absolutely loved it. And mm-hmm. I felt like home and I literally got rejected the same week from that school. So I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and then I was like back to Howard. And so it's like, so I'm at number one, but it's up there. So I will let you know what I just saw. I've come like <laughs> May, June time. Um, but I'm really glad you were able to have that experience with it, especially like before COVID, because yeah. I think after COVID, even like maybe a little bit before it, like there was a lot of things like going on with Howard and just like HBCUs in general. And yes. I've seen like videos online where it's like, some people explaining like why they dropped out of like their schools whether it be Howard or somewhere else and it's like Mm -hmm. then and then they're like okay then the pandemic hit I'm like I feel like that changed a lot of things for people in terms of like money and stuff like that um I'm happy you're able to experience before all of that so um (laughs) but yeah but that gives me insight because um I want to do communications and like some kind of sort of realm into like public relations and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. And like you said, like, I think it'll allow me to build either a brand or like market and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. for the things that I want to do, I, I can't really pinpoint like a career that I want to be a part of because, because my podcast, I can see myself almost anywhere. Um, yeah. It's like, how do I say this? I basically don't even need to get a degree for the things that I want to do, but I feel like it'll prepare me to be in the rooms that I'm ready to be in, you know? Cause like, okay, I can get invited to this event. I can do this and that and the third. But if it's like, if I don't know how to network and I've done so much networking right now, I feel like I'm a pro, but <laughs> it's like, it. I think it will prepare me for more and how to present yeah. myself in a better way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Cause you can like see your idol and you're like, oh my gosh. And then if you, you know, like stiff up, you're losing your opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, trying to be more assertive in that way. And I feel like just going to school might better prepare me for stuff like that. Yeah, um, it can. Yeah. That and just mostly just experience. Cause I, I think the only reason I did corporate relations is cause um, I, I wanted to make sure I knew how to, how to um, brand myself and prepare myself when it comes to, you know, connecting with other brands and companies and things like that. And then I kind of just saw it as a, another advantage that I would have over other, I guess you could say other artists, but just people in general, because then I know how to assert myself. I know how to step in, in the room and shoulders back and, you know, present myself and exactly. not really sell myself, but at the same time, sell myself or market myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, it it um it definitely helps out a lot because obviously, you know, with me being an artist, I don't have to go to school. I didn't need to go to school and get that degree. 
but it was just another one-up that I have in, in those business rooms when people might think I'm, you know, I might have like a little disadvantage or I don't know what they're talking about when in reality, I know how to read these documents. I don't know. I know how to, you know, brand myself and, you know, market myself. I'm, I'm right here with you. We right here. We both went to school. So let's just, you know, exactly. we, we, can, we can get it done. Yeah. And what we're thinking, like right before we go into break, um, I was like talking to like my dean of academics at my current high school and, you mm-hmm. know, we're talking about, you know, like, okay, well, what classes should I take? And this was before my senior year, which is right now, thank God. Um, it's right before then. And we're just kind of like, okay, what classes should I take? So when I do the things that I want to do and they, they already know all the crazy stuff that I do outside of school. So he's like, sometimes it's better to take classes. So when you get to these rooms where you might have to pay someone to do something that you might already know how to do you know like how much they can do because you've done it and so I took a programming class so I'm not a pro at programming but I do have a sense of okay this is what this realm is like and I know what to expect if I were ever to meet someone in this realm like ever again you know what I'm saying yeah um so yeah we love to diverge we love to die diversify and everything like that and everything that we do but mm-hmm. thank you so much Gianni for joining me thus far and thank you to my yes listeners. and we'll be right back after this break Hey, this is Sydney Cherlone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Hello, Shaw Bear Nation. This is Lawrence Smith, president of the Shaw Bears Booster Club. As we plan to help Shaw University go to the next level, we are calling for your support and participation. Whether you're a recent graduate or a longtime alumnus, we need your youth, energy, ideas, and influence to help us grow and do great things. Don't forget to go to our online store and pick up your latest Shaw Bear Nation gear go to www.shawbearsnation.com. Let's get ready for the new generation of Shaw Bear Nation. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Miss Gianni Ray, and just a ray of sunshine. I guess it goes with her last name. <laughs> it's like all the things that she does. I'm so inspired by her and the work she does. And um, just talking about Howard and your experience with that, very eye-opening uh, opportunity for me to get into. So thank you so much for that. You're um, welcome. So let's get straight back into it. So what advice would you give to someone who is looking to get into the path that you are currently on? I would say write as much as you can 
write out your feelings, whether it's poetry and you make it rhyme, or if you're just writing a story in general and go after it, like put yourself in those rooms, go to those open mics. Even if you got to bring just a random person with you, I mean, not a random person, but you know, like your best friend with you and experience it. You don't have to perform it, but just go out there and see what they're like. Cause um, once you get on that mic and you start performing, you kind of get that itch to want to perform more, write more, be around those people, get in that scene. And then that kind of, not kind of, it will make you grow as an artist. And I think if you really have a passion for it, like just take those chances. Don't be afraid because that fear will kind of try to steer you away, but that fear is also where you should lead to sometimes. And mm-hmm. it'll, it'll make you grow into a, a better person. So go, go for it. Please do. I want to know, like, have you always been um, this very confident and bright person? Cause I know, like I, I shared this with you earlier, like growing up, I was extremely shy. And so 18 year old me would have like, 12 year old me in shambles because like she, I don't think she, me when I was younger, would ever think I would get to this kind of space where I'm so open. Um, Mm -hmm. and even just like sitting and talking to you now, this is our first time talking and I've never met like someone as like confident and just so open about themselves thus far. And I really appreciate, appreciate, you know, your authenticity and stuff like that. So how have you been able to get to this point in your life or like, have you ever suffered with anything like imposter syndrome or just like trying to go through, you know, just trying to be more confident in your own skin? I think um, in high school, I knew like I wanted to make music and I wanted to rap. I was nervous then saying like, oh, you know, I'm a girl and I want to rap because I, I was afraid for some reason, afraid of what other people wanted me to say and or other people wanted me to do. Cause I was playing basketball like all my life. And then uh, music was there every step of the way, whether it's me practicing or me in the classroom beating on the, you know, the, the, the table, the desk and writing lyrics there. So it was always there and it was always surrounding me. So I think um, after I graduated high school, I made a decision. It was like either go to, you know, go to school and go try to play basketball or run track or do music. And I was like, yeah, I'd rather do music. And a lot of people were like, no, you should stick with basketball, get a scholarship and do this and get a job in science. Cause you, you know, you make good money then. But I was like, that's not what I want. I was like, I want to do music. And then I think it was probably after I graduated high school is when I kind of got like this big boost of confidence. And like, I started doing music more and reading mm-hmm. about it and going on, you know, YouTube university and li- listen to all the podcasts and people chasing their dreams, things like that. And how things went and, you know, how to record, how to do music. I remember when um, Tanache, before she like got like really, really big, she had a studio in her house in her room. I went out and got like, not almost like the same equipment that she got. I couldn't afford all of it because I just graduated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, after, yeah. after that, it, it was kind of just like, a, I stepped into the person who I am. And then um, Howard also definitely helped out with that about who I am as an artist and just a person in general. And then like, I've always had this big ray of sunshine. I'm a big uh, positive and bright person. Like I, I come into the room and I'm like, what's up everybody? How y'all feeling? How y'all doing? You know, like I'm gonna I'm a bring, the, bring the more, you know, light to the room and hopefully, you know, if I can brighten everybody's day. But, um, you know, I have, I have my days as well where uh, I'm not as confident in I think, um, you know, that's just me being human. And then, you know, when I can, I get right back out and right back to music and keep it going. So, yeah, you know, I just, um, I, I, I like who I am. I like this person today. Yeah. Moral of the story is, I think everyone needs a Gianni in their life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that. I think, so, as like, you know, we're talking about music and creating and stuff like that. Uh, we know you as being a independent artist. So what does that like, you know, mean? Are you producing your own music? Obviously you're writing your own songs. So what does it mean to be an independent artist? So basically that means I don't have a label behind me. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I have a team um, where it's like me, a couple of producers that I work with, my manager, of course, and then maybe other producers that I know in the area who may not, they might not even produce for me, but they might connect with other artists who would be like, hey, I can hear you two on a song, y'all should work together and things like that. So everything I do, whether it's music videos, photo shoots, shows, outfits, everything usually comes out of my pocket. And it would be nice to, you know, be signed and things like that. But at this time, I think it's it's nice that I do things the right way. I don't want to just sign to somebody and then be in debt for like a million some odd dollars or be in a bad deal because, you know, I'm trying to get out there quick and I want people to know who I am and as quick as possible. I'd rather do it in a smart way, strategically. I remember Nipsey Hussle, he said um, when he got signed, he got signed to a label first and then they parted ways and he went independent and he did things on his own. He got the $100 mixtape and he was selling them out. Jay-Z recognized him for that. And, you know, bought, I think he bought like 10 of them, 10 of his mixtapes, um, albums, mixtape. And, um, you know, from there, he just grew as an artist. And then labels started coming to him for a partnership, not just, hey, I want to own you and your masters and everything that you write. I want to work with you. And you have stuff to bring to the table, so do we. So let's match and do it that way. So I think, um, you know, when the time comes, I wouldn't mind signing to a label, but uh, this independent thing, you know, it's it's nice right now. I can take control and you know, I, I have to say so what I want to do and what I don't want to do. So mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. And I can imagine that. And like, I know just from like, if I decide to go down a rabbit hole one night and just like discover, you know, the discrepancies within the music industry and stuff like that. And um, I've read and heard some pretty like shocking and scary things when it comes to people who do sign with labels and like they're either manipulated into doing something that they don't want to do. I think Britney mm-hmm. Spears is a huge example of that. Yeah, um, I think so. I think I was listening to Jesse Reyes' story as well, and like she go, she went through some stuff where it's just kind of like, even because a lot of these people started at a young age, and mm-hmm. um, it changes their traje- trajectory because it's like, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to do if I want to become a star, and so. Yeah. But you were able to be like, okay, I think I want to do this, you know, intelligently first. And, you know, mm-hmm. even with me and my podcast, like I'm not necessarily signed with every anyone. Like I do my podcast through Elite Conversations and mm-hmm. they're their own business. They have a million other podcasts. I just happen to be the only teenager. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes me stand out in that way as well. And mm-hmm. so, but when it comes to like the events that I do or uh, just any other opportunity that I have, if it's a new outfit, if it's makeup, if it's a plane ticket I'm paying for all of that myself until Mm -hmm. there comes a day where people want to fly me out to be a part of the things that they have and whenever that day comes it has happened like maybe once or twice but when those day days come it makes you know me feel a little bit fulfilled like okay like this is kind of like my I made it moment you know but it's like you know while it is coming out of my own pocket I do somewhat have control over you know, what I want to do. Like I'm doing my own makeup. Like how do I want to present myself in this mm-hmm. way? And it gets stressful sometimes because it's just kind of like, I should be, you know, at some point getting compensated for the stuff that I do. And I do now. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, just starting out and then trying to realize my worth in the stuff that I do. It's kind of like, okay, that's when you start asking and being like, okay, you know, cause I do a lot of things that I do out of my philanthropy. So it's like, when does that barrier stop a little bit? Because I can't always, you know, like pay for this stuff forever. And I do get blessed with a lot of things that I get to do. So it comes and goes. But yeah, I I have a deeper understanding now of, you know, being an independent artist and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) Thanks for sharing. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I like the question. Thank you. Okay, let's do one more before we get into rapid fire questions. Um, Okay, Mm -hmm. let's see. Let's see. 
So you just released your single called Ready. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So what Thanks. was the main focus of this song? <laughs> a man. A man <laughs> was the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the focus. Um, to put it plain and simply, we went through a lot of ups and downs in uh, what, what a lot of people would call a situationship. And um, oh I know, right? I, I, hate <laughs> that, I hate that, but I, I, I was in it a, a few times. And basically, um, I got to this point where I was ready for closure. And he had opened up the door one more time. And I was like, I'm hopeless romantic. So I was like, oh, my God, this must be a sign. Like, maybe, you know, he came back and, you know, we could do things the right way and we could start mm-hmm. out. And then, um, uh, you know, the man upstairs were like, actually, no, this is just another lesson. So I'll get ready. So um, it, it, it basically happened where um, one day I was I was in a studio. Uh, no, one day I was, I was listening to, to beats and I had just gone through all this stuff. And my man was asking for songs and he was like, you know, can you do like an up-tempo, some, some? And I was like, I'm in my feelings right now. I was like, I can't write anything until I get this out. So I ended up writing. And basically the basis is just that, um, you know, we went through a situation and he just, he, he wasn't really ready for what I was ready for. And whether it's the type of man that he is and, you know, the type of man that I wanted or some, just a partner in my life. Like I want somebody who can, you know, support me and be there for me and not have these triggers. And right. he tends to present a couple of triggers and I didn't want to, um, what do you call it? Uh, I guess not necessarily downplay myself, but I didn't want to, um, conform to that uh-huh. and make it seem like okay like this is okay to deal with and put myself through that like that's way too much so yeah. I was like all right you know what it's he's not the one it's not ready for you know maybe later on down the line uh, I, I doubt it now but um you know in my head I was like maybe later on but as of right now he's not ready and I don't want to subject myself to this so let me just get these feelings out and if he hears it cool he did and um you know then you know, later on down the road, it would just be a nice thing where, you know, if I see him, we can be cool and that's that. But, you know, I, I, I needed to get those feelings out. And it was funny because a lot of people liked it so much because I stepped outside the box and I kind of, I don't really sing like that. Um, but, you know, I guess I'm a lot more comfortable with my voice now. And they were saying how much they like the song and how much they can relate. And I got a, a couple DMs talking about their situations. And I was like, golly, but, you know, it's um. Everybody goes through the situation, so it's just a, it was another learning sorry learning experience that I had to go through in this uh, thing called life. Oh, I love that! <laughs> I really do because you know I really enjoy when people put you know as we were talking about earlier, like they kind of put their personal experiences into what they create, and mm-hmm. that creates you know the most authentic reaction and the most positive reaction, at least in my experience. Yeah. Um, I like to share this every now and then about, I usually do interviews on my podcast, but on the times where it's just me and I'm doing solo episodes, it's a time for me to be the most authentic self that I am. And mm-hmm. the first time that I did that, when I first started out my podcast, I was just talking about, you know, there's just things that were going on. I was feeling a lot of anxiety. I was feeling depressed about some things and, you know, we're still really in the, still in the beginning of this uh, pandemic. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. then I just started basically. and. I just got so much positive feedback because people were like, oh my gosh, like I relate to you so much on this level. And I'm like, it only gave me reason to just be myself even more. Um, yeah. It was a really comfortable feeling for me. And it was really funny because I think, I think the weekend after 
Um, it was like that entire like Halloween week, the last week of October, I was just going through it. And then mm-hmm. I think like next week I posted something where I was just really smiley. Um, I was wearing this orange shirt and I don't know. It was just something to post, just to post. And someone had like commented under it. They were like, you look so genuinely happy. And because of that, it makes you look even more beautiful. I'm like, I literally burst out into tears because I'm like, little does that person know I was losing my mind the week before. Mm. I posted And so and that goes through like a whole other rabbit hole of just like the things that we see on social media and how you don't really know what people are actually going through. Because at the time I posted yeah. that, obviously I was in a better mental state. I wouldn't have posted something like that where I'm like, you know, dying in the background. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I like to post the way I feel. And usually that's more of a positive atmosphere. Um, so that was like a full circle moment for me. And I love the way that you've been able to put that in your music as well and how people have been able to relate to it. Cause you know, it gets the best feedback, you know? <laughs> Indeed. It's, it's, it's a good thing. I, I like it. It's, it's, uh, I remember we talked earlier about the therapy. So, and, um, a lot of times music becomes my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and obviously, you know, it's good to talk to other people as well, you know, especially with freshman person because they can help break down things and, you know, help you to analyze and see where things connect where you didn't think they connected before. Mm-hmm. And um, music helps me out a lot with that, like uh, whether it's me going through my anxiety or me feeling less confident or, you know, a little down or my um, depressive moments or even, you know, just life when life hits hard. That's mm-hmm. where that music and everything comes in. And I, and I, I tend to. Uh, be a lot more grounded after I, you know, write certain things or even just get my feelings out. Even if it's not even just a song, it's just me literally writing all my thoughts down. I feel a lot more grounded and um, calm afterwards. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's the point of it because if it didn't make you feel that way, then maybe it really isn't for you, but mm-hmm. it's just, you know, feel, you know, in a way that everything else may not make you feel. And, you know, yeah. you're really glad to be able to find that in music. So I love that. Me too. Listening and writing. That's that's a double. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my one of my favorite segments of my podcast? Rapid fire questions. Let's do it. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Your favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Okay. Okay. Oh, a little basic, but we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> I love a good vanilla bean, but I'm a chocolate girl. I'm a chocolate girl. I don't like chocolate. Chocolate chip cookie girl. That's the fun I'll go. Keep that to yourself. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? The power to see people, like really see them. Like see them like, hmm, like something that they're hiding about themselves or like just like being able to know them? Uh, I don't know, like I'm very observant. So I can, I can kind of read people. I want to say I can read people 24 seven, but like, you know, how sometimes people might hide behind a smile. Like for instance, when you said you posted a picture and you know, they saw one thing, but in reality it was that. Um, sometimes like, I, I feel like I have the ability to, to, to see people for who they really are in their certain moments. Cause okay. I kind of see them. I, I see myself in them. So. Aww, yeah. I like that. That's a, that's a really a new one that you deserve like a plaque. I've never heard someone give that response to that answer. Congratulations. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. What is one thing you cannot live without? Music. Besides music. Besides music. I know. Okay, I'm just say music. Let me say this. Okay. Um, love. Aww. Not even just relationships, but just in general like that. You, you feel good to have that support that people around so you. That is so crazy. 
I'm, I have like a class at my school right now where we're literally learning about how man cannot live like without love. That's so crazy. <laughs> a nice full circle moment for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do one more. Mm, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I think it would still be Maryland only mm-hmm. because uh, most of my family is here and being that I'm very big on being family oriented, it would be nice to live somewhere else and have that getaway. But in reality, I don't think I could really be like too far away from my family at times when I really need somebody to lean on or just chill and have, have a, a nice family day. So yeah. it'd probably still be Maryland. That's so funny because a lot of people that live here hate Maryland. It's not it's not bad, you know, it's it's okay. But I think it, yeah. the family, if I didn't have family here, then no, nah, I, w- I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But I like having all the seasons. I like that my family's here. I like see that's the thing about it. I'm like, because I've lived here my whole life too. So it's like, you know, where else would I go? You know? Yeah, I don't want to go to like Kentucky or you know, the no. autumn places where they got twisters and hurricanes mm. and tornadoes and uh, mm, 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 mm. I don't nope. want that <laughs> okay that's that's a, also a very unique one because people they usually just do not like to be in Maryland they just want to get out of here <laughs> I'm trying to leave I want to get out yeah <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so so much Yanni for joining me um before you leave can you share with me and my listeners how they can reach and follow you and especially uh get to your music Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, everybody can follow me uh, Instagram at I am Gianni Ray. That's G I A N N I R A Y E. When it comes to music, it's just straight Gianni Ray. YouTube is Ray Visions, but you'll still be able to find it on the Gianni Ray. Everything is Gianni Ray. Alrighty. Well, thank you so, so, so much, Gianni. And thanks to my listeners for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. And this is perfect timing. Yes. Hey, Jay, stay